is Matty Bungard from Wide World of Sports is on the line right now. Hey, Matty. Hey, mate. How are you? Good. Merry Christmas to you and the family. Yeah, uh, same to you. Uh, you had a whirlwind trip over to, to Qatar, did you, for the World Cup? Would have been yeah. an experience. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, um, it was pretty good. Um, just from, a, I guess, the fact that the entire country is basically the size of Sydney. So, I mean, logistically, getting around to all those, like going to, like, a bunch of games and stuff is very, very easy to do. And so, obviously, there was always a bunch of fans from every team around whenever you went out anywhere because everything was so centralised. So, from that point of view, it was great. Um, obviously, all the off-field stuff we don't need to get into, but, I mean, there's a, a bunch of reasons why it shouldn't have been held there. I'll probably never go back to Qatar for any reason, but, yeah, no, it, was, it was good. <laughs> yes, I can't see them having another World Cup uh, anytime soon. Yeah. You know, there's no off-season when it comes to rugby league, is there? I saw your article the mm. other day saying Turbo's going to follow in the footsteps of Latrell Mitchell and made the... The mad yeah. dash over to the States to be worked on by the hamstring guru. And look, it's money well spent. Blake Solly had said, said as much, mm. particularly given his value to the side. But the big news yesterday, Absolutely. the NRL come out with this, had come out with a salary cap increase, confirmed that it would increase from 9.6% to 12 point, or sorry, 9.6 million rather to 12.1 next season. And then uh, the top 30 players, the cap will rise to 11.45 million. The base level for somebody in the top 30 squad, 120,000. And then 153% increase to the salary cap for the women's. We thought, okay, here we go, progress. Then not long after that, the RLPA comes out and says, well, hang on, we, did, we didn't agree to this. We were down the road. Progress has been made. And call that a show of bad faith. I mean, it almost seems, doesn't it? I mean, this has been a protracted negotiation that... It's almost, I mean, we're going to have to get some kind of reconciliation, but they seem a little further off than, than we would have liked. Yeah, I mean, it's a bold move just announcing something without the other side agreeing to it, but that's what they decided to do. Um, I mean, it, look, I mean, we're not privy to the inner in, in in workings of the negotiations, but, I mean, the fact that the RPA came out as strongly as they did suggests that it's just nowhere close to what they were looking for. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 I can't see this issue being resolved. Anytime soon, really. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess it's just ridiculous to me that you would, you know, put that out there in the first place. Uh, not not leak it to a journalist, but to actually announce it as mm. though it's done without, you know, the players' union being on, on board is, is uh, just a wild move. And, yeah, it's, I don't know what happens now because that's definitely going to set them back as well, obviously. As you said, it is a pretty bad, safe thing to do, and, and they're probably now further apart than they were two days ago, which is not good. Well, this is the thing. I mean, if you need the ratification of all the members of the Play Association at this time of year, mm. the holidays and the rest of it, it seemed curious, the timing of this release. And, you know, Clint Newton has said has said as much. Do you have a theory? You know, maybe a little sceptical, a little well, cynical. I mean, Do you have a theory as to why the NRL would have done this? Are they trying to force the so hand of the Players theory. Association? I, don't, I wouldn't say I have a theory, but, I mean, this is a pretty – we say this all the time, right? Like, people – like. Uh, organizations, and this isn't just limited, like politicians do this all the time. They, they announce something bad at like 4.55 p.m. on a Friday. Like, yeah. um, you know, this is just a tactic that's used by organizations everywhere in not just sport, but across the spectrum, just when they want to announce something that they know isn't going to be as popular. They, they do it at a time where there's less eyeballs, there's less interest. I mean, most casual, casual rugby league fans would have had no idea this was going on, and they don't really pay attention to the sport during what is the cricket season for a lot of people who, you know, watch watch cricket in the summer and, and footy in the winter. So, uh, I mean, the timing of it, especially this close to Christmas, was spot on if you wanted to try and sneak something through to the keeper, so to speak. But, yeah, I mean, that that, that would be my sure. theory as to why that they've done that. But, sure. again, that's, that, that's, 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 pretty, that's a pretty common practice. But, but they had to have known that the ROPA wouldn't have been on board with this, surely. 
No, of course. But like, I mean, you can, I guess, it is a, it is a negotiation tactic, I guess, to just announce something and put the pressure on them to yeah. either just like just suck it, was, it up and go it with it. It was dressed up as official, as though it was yeah, final resolution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's... it's um, it's a it's a very interesting move. I mean, it is it is a very it's just a very strong arm negotiation tactic. Um, and I guess they thought that the players would come to the party and just be like, oh, look, this is fine. But I mean, clearly they've underestimated the RPA in that regard. And yeah. now we are where we are. It shades of Alpine saying, Oscar, we're, we're proud to announce Oscar Piastri will be driving for us next year. And he goes, oh, hang on, yeah, no, no, exactly. I, oh, I didn't agree to this. There's no quite so. Exactly. And, and we know what yeah. happened there. We know what happened there. Yeah. Uh, the Dragons have been in the news this week. I mean, for some, we'll start mm. with this this members survey, they sort of snuck it in there about a potential name change. Look, you're entitled to ask the question. I haven't heard sound reasoning from Ryan Webb as to what prompted him to ask that question in the first place, because for any kind of name change, or if you want to divorce yourself from Illawarra, for example, you need a 75% mm. ratification from the board. That That is not going to happen. So I just wonder, no. I wonder what motivated him to ask that question in the first place. Yeah, it's a strange move. Um, I don't really understand it. As you said, there's no chance in the world that it would ever get approved by a board anyway. There's no chance in the world that, I mean, the the, uh, the fan base is a bit different. I mean, there are probably more St. George, old St. George fans than Illawarra fans out there. But um, I, I think that by and large, most people were against it. And I mean, if and if it, it would be even worse, I think, not to revert to being the St. George Dragons or instead to just become... But rather, instead, becoming like I think what was one of the moodiness of the Southern Dragons, Southern Dragons, yeah, like right. that. Like, can, can you imagine yeah. a club with that storied history? You know, arguably the most recognisable, for one of a better term, brand in rugby league. Yeah, would ditch yeah. the St George name. It just it will not happen. It's, yeah, that's absolutely bonkers. I don't know why you would do something like that. I mean, it's, it's an awful name, isn't it? The Southern Dragons, or maybe they'll go full Dolphins and just be the Dragons. No, and just drop the. Yeah, drop, drop the geography stupid. completely. Just stupid. Then how are we going to chant St. George at the grounds? You know what? They'll do it anyway. They, 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 they always drop the yellow warrior. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, most people say, just say St. St. George, George regardless. Like yeah. Or Saints. I mean, apart from when you're writing stories, obviously, you've got to get it correct. But, like, when you're just talking to your mates, it's part people just say St. George. Everyone knows what you mean. It's fine. So but when they win... change it officially, yeah. Yeah. And when they win, if they're no longer St. George or St. George of the Warrior, they're just the Dragons, do they keep singing, I win yeah. the Saints go marching in? Because that is their victory song. That's a great, that's a great point. Oh, when the, um, yeah. oh, when the <laughs> dragons go marching, that's not how Louis Armstrong would have liked Oh, that's awful. Liked that's, don't even put that out there in the world. That sounds horrendous. Yeah, we'll cut, um, we'll cut that out. But yeah, I, 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 there's no way that'll get off the ground. But um, yes, yeah, it is it is remarkable these, the way we managed to keep rugby league in the news cycle with stories like this in you know in in the week before Christmas. Correct. And Sam Bird just got pulled over, lapsed license, denies. You know, the positive drugs test and went to an independent lab. But, but parking that to one side, I mean, Junior Ramon, I could scarcely believe what I was reading. Him and his dad, an alleged hammer attack over, of all things, a parking spot, which my understanding was deemed yeah. legal. You know, grievous bodily harm, alleged, uh, could face up to 14 years imprisonment. The NRL no-fault stand-down policy kicks in after 11. You know, he has jeopardised his career, this young man. Yeah, it's just an awful story. I mean, I don't really have much insight to add on that, obviously. I mean, everyone's read the news story. I don't have anything further, but it's, it is just immensely sad. And for for a lot of reasons, not, not for, for him, for the alleged victim, for, for everybody involved, it's just it's an awful situation. Not much really, not, not much more to say, really. Do you think Turbo is going to be fit for, for round one of the season? Oh, maybe. I don't know. I mean, look, it's 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 a it's a marathon, not a sprint. And I think that they have been guilty in the past of rushing him back a little bit too soon, only for him to get hurt again. So, 
I think, especially with the, the lengths they're now going to to get him fit, um, I think they will ease him back gradually. I mean, he's going there for, what, two weeks, 20-something sessions he's going to have with Bill Knowles. Um, it did work wonders for Latrell Mitchell. He looked absolutely fantastic when he came back. So, um, you know, I, I, the guy's got a proven track record of, of, of working with athletes and getting getting people with sort of muscle issues uh, right. Um, you know, it's not it's not a magic cure. There's still a lot of work for him to do, and there is obviously still going to be a risk of him getting hurt in the future. But, mm. I mean, any moves we can take as a rugby league community to have one of the best players in the world fit and firing every week rather than on the treatment table is a move I support. Yeah, it is a no-brainer. You're absolutely right. And, and just like Luttrell, you know, he's so integral to his football team. Yeah. Uh, speaking of South Sydney, some good signings for them. Latrell Mitchell, Cody Walker, uh, Damien Cook. Yeah, so it's, not it's bad. A, yeah, it's a good vote of confidence too, isn't it, in the organisation. And the yeah. new coach, Jason Demetrio, um, you know, it's it's the toughest gig in rugby league, isn't it, to follow mm. in the footsteps of, of the master coach. And he's done well. Mm. He got themselves to he got them to another prelim final, JD. Yeah, it's um, it's, it's weird, isn't it, right? They've had Anthony Seabold, then Wayne Bennett, and now Jason Demetrio, and they've just basically been at the same level for mm. that entire five-year period. Um, changing players, changing coaches, everything's in and out. I mean, there's only there's only really been a few constants constants in that team. Um, you know, obviously they've lost Adam Reynolds, Sam Burgess is is no longer there. I mean, there's, there's Greg Inglis, of course, but like they've lost guys, guys with injuries, retirements, just guys who just simply aren't performing anymore. But they they keep. So that core group, specifically Damien Cook, and then I get, and then Latrell and Cody. Um, a couple of days after that, getting them all locked in is, is huge for South. Um, I think the Walker and Cook deals are very good business. I mean, they're not, comparatively, like when you compare them to what the money is rumored and the money that other players in those positions are getting, I think they're very, very team-friendly deals. Um, yeah. And obviously, that allows them to get, get sort of get their roster sorted. And I don't really know. I mean, I think if, if I'm South, you need probably one more outside back if you want to be a premiership contender this year. But yeah, they're looking very, very solid. And to get all of that sorted before pre-season even starts in, in, in earnest is, is, is fantastic for them. And with Penrith taking a step back with uh, Afi Coruscant and, and Bill Kickout leaving, um, I mean, I still think they'll win the comp, but um, it'll be a little bit more open. And I can see South being right up there with Melbourne and the Roosters as well, challenging Penrith. And then the team that played Penrith in the grand final, Parramatta, you know, wasn't great business to have both halves coming off contract at the same time. But Dylan Brown, yeah. it's a big vote of confidence. You know, he's, he's very tight, tight, uh, closely tied to the coach. And he's re-signed long-term. Yeah. He's got an option there to be there for eight years. I guess the question now is, yeah. well, what does Moses do? That is a big question. I mean, like, Dylan Brown's a fine player. He's a very good player, but he is no... Uh, Mitchell Moses is, 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 the, is the prize. He's, the, he's, the, he's what makes that team go. Um, I mean, you can lose a player like Dylan Brown, who is, again, a very good player. You can replace him with someone who's almost, uh, not almost as good, but who can do that job adequately. You can't replace Mitchell Moses if you lose him. He's too good. In my opinion, he's, after Nathan Cleary, the best halfback in the league. So, um, There's a yeah, bold it, statement. After Nathan is Cleary, that the bold? best like, halfback Who else in is the there, really? Like, Jerome Hughes, maybe Adam Reynolds is, is sort of getting on, getting ben, on years wide. Yeah, uh, yeah, true. Ben Hunt's also very good, but again, he's, he's over thirty. Mitch Moses, um, yeah. he's in the prime of his career right now, and I mean, it'd be interesting to see what he does. I mean, he's obviously got the history with the West Tigers, yeah. um, but I mean, we're, I mean, it, it, it's fascinating because it, it, it is just very rare that you get players. I mean, a guy who's probably what in the top ten players in the NRL. Very rare that you get these situations mm-hmm. where they're potentially going to hit the open market. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, if I'm if you're Parramatta, you have to lock, get him locked up, whatever it takes. You have to. I mean. It's not like the Reynolds situation with South where even though Adam Reynolds is a fantastic player, they had other priorities 
and we saw those priorities being re-signed uh, a couple of days ago. Yeah. Um, whereas here for Parramatta, they don't have Latrell Mitchell, Damien Cook and Cody Walker to worry about. They need to get their halfback signed, sealed and locked in for the rest of his career if they can. Beautiful. Whether he wants to stay is another story altogether. But I mean, I don't, I don't know why you would leave a team that just made a grand final for the team that just came last. But, you know, again, he's got a history with the Tigers and, and he is so good that he would go a long way to turning them around pretty quickly mm. uh, in a short space of time. So we'll see what happens. There is incentive. Uh, very generous with your time this Christmas Eve. Thank you so much, Matty, for joining us. We'll catch all your work in Wide World of Sports and have a great Chrissy. Anytime, mate. You too. Cheers.